Our scripture reading for today's episode is taken from Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 20. And hallow my Sabbath, and they shall be a sign between me and you, that you may know that I am the Lord your God. In today's episode, we will consider the Sabbath as signs. Uh, we will see why has God given the Sabbath to the people of Israel. Now, some people said that, no, the Sabbath was not given to us. The Sabbath was given to the people of Israel because they were in slavery. Well, is there anybody today in slavery? Obviously, physical slavery, no. But spiritual slavery, yes. And that's why we will see the Sabbath as a sign. So the Sabbath has a direct meaning and it also has a symbolic meaning, if I can put it like that. Now, in Exodus chapter 31st, verse 16 and 17 the lord say wherefore the children of israel shall keep the sabbath to observe the sabbath throughout their generation for a perpetual covenant and it is a sign between me and the children of israel forever for in six days the lord had made heavens and earth and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed now let's go and understand what does that mean god has given the sabbath to the people of israel now first of all the first purpose of the sabbath is a day of rest that's why it is called shabbat a day of rest when god was taking the people of israel from egypt he sent a message to pharaoh in exodus chapter 8 verse 1 it says and the lord spake unto moses Go unto Pharaoh, and say unto him, Thou saith the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. So that was a direct message to Pharaoh. Let my people go, that they may serve me. The, peop the, the children of Israel had been in slavery about 400 years. Some of them, most of them, were born in slavery. So they, they only knew nothing else but slavery right so god has sent moses to set them free but god also wanted to identify with them or god wanted to to present himself to them and that's why we read in exodus chapter 31 verse 12 and 13 the lord spake unto moses saying speak thou unto the children of israel saying verily my sabbath ye shall keep for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord that does sanctify you. The Lord present himself to the people of Israel. He said, look, I'm the Lord, your God, that has set you free, that has chosen you unto myself. Therefore, you will keep my Sabbath as a sign between me and you. As a way to say to other people, the surrounding nations, that the Lord God is the one that sanctifies us. That's why we keep the Sabbath. Remember that. So the Sabbath was a sign between them and God, identifying who is their Savior, who is their Lord, who has set them free. And actually, if you read in Exodus chapter 20, at the beginning of the Ten Commandments, the Lord, um, the Sabbath was not only the commandment that God has given to the people of Israel to show them that he is the one that has set them free but all the other ten commandments were given to them as a sign to show that the Lord is the one that has brought them out of Egypt 
So in Exodus chapter 20, beginning from verse 1, it says, And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. The first commandment, Thou shalt have no other God before me. The second, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. So if you follow, you see at the beginning, the Lord identified himself as the one that has brought them out of Egypt. So all the other commandments that follows said to them what the Lord is expecting of them. The Sabbath was also included in those commandments. God has made special emphasis on the Sabbath because it is a day of rest. Every time that day of rest would come, they would remember that they were in slavery. And during that slavery, they had no rest. And they, did, they were not keeping the Sabbath during that slavery. Because it is impossible that they keep the Sabbath while they are in slavery. That would be impossible. So in Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 15, we read, and remember that thou was a servant in the land of Egypt, and that the Lord thy God has brought thee out from there through a mighty hand and by a stretched arm. Therefore the Lord thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath. Remember you were a slave, and I have brought you out. Therefore enjoy that day of rest. Enjoy a little rest. Right? When the children of Israel came out of Egypt, the Sabbath was declared unto them to be a sign of deliverance from slavery. And it became part of the written law. You know, the law that God has written, the Ten Commandments that God has written with his own finger. And what about us today? Is the Sabbath continue to be a sign? If it is so, a sign of what? For them, the Sabbath was a sign between them and God. A sign of deliverance and redemption from slavery in Egypt. What about us today? Are we slave? Are we in any kind of slavery? Uh, when Jesus was with uh, the people, when Jesus was on earth, Jesus said to the Pharisees, to the scribes, those that were around him, that if the Son of Man set you free, you shall be free indeed. That we read in uh in John chapter 8, verse 32 to 36. And you shall know the truth, Christ said, and the truth shall make you free. And they answered, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. Where they lie, because the, the seed of Abraham were in bondage. And how seest thou, ye shall be made free? And Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin, is the servant of sin and the servant abide not in the house forever but the son abideth forever and if the son therefore shall make you free and you shall be free indeed what is the type of slavery that people are under today it is a slavery of sin and romans chapter 6 verse 16 we read Know ye not that to whom ye healed yourself, servant to obey, his servant you are, to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. If you healed yourself to sin to obey, you are 
slave of sin. Therefore, today people continue to be in that slavery. Egypt today for many people is sin. We are in the world. All of us are in the world. And as we give our life to Jesus, we have left Egypt going to the land of Canaan. Isaiah chapter 56 verse 1 and 2. Thou said the Lord, keep your judgment and do justice for my salvation is near to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the man that doeth this and the son of man that layeth hold on it, that keep the Sabbath from polluting it, keep his hands from doing any evil. You know, I heard some people said that uh, we are saved by grace, so not by, uh, by the law. They said that the keeping of the Sabbath will not save us because it is Christ who saves us and not the Sabbath. Well, that is true. The keeping of the Sabbath does not save us. We keep the Sabbath because we believe in the salvation that Jesus Christ has brought for us. We keep the Sabbath because we are saved and not to be saved. So there's a big difference. Every week we keep the Sabbath to say that God has set us free from sin. To say that it is God that is sanctifying us. To say that during this week God has been good with me. God has given me victory over my sin. So therefore the Sabbath is a sign between us and God that it is God who sanctify us. Right? That's why the true Sabbath keeping starts from a life submitted to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 17 verse 17, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. What is that sanctification that the Sabbath is a sign of? It is a sanctification through the truth. So if we are sanctified every day and at the end of the week, we come in the presence of God, thanking him for his sanctification in our life. When Jesus Christ came, the Sabbath was still being observed, except that there was so much traditions and interpretations and restrictions with the Sabbath that the true Sabbath keeping was lost completely. And Jesus has to face the Pharisees concerning the Sabbath. That controversy never involved the question of whether or not the Sabbath should be observed, but the discussion was on how the Sabbath was to be observed. Now, first of all, in Luke chapter 4, verse 16, it was Jesus' habit. Uh, he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and his custom was that he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. Now, Matthew chapter 12, verse 1 to 12. At that time, Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the corn, and his disciples were hungered and began to pluck the ear of corn and to eat. Normally, we do not harvest during the Sabbath. But the disciples, they were hungry, and as they were going through that cornfield, they decided to eat some, some green corns. But the Pharisees saw it, and they said unto it, Behold, your disciples is doing what is unlawful to do on the Sabbath. But he said unto them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry, and, and they that were with him, and how he entered into the house of God, and did eat the shoe bread which was not lawful for him to eat, neither for them which were with him, but only for the priest? Have you not read in the law 
how that on the Sabbath day the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless. But I say unto you that in this place is one greater than the temple. And if you have known what this means, I will have mercy and not sacrifice, you would, have, you would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is the Lord even of the Sabbath day. And when he was departed, so after Jesus Christ had told them that, they were shocked. So when he was departed thence, he went into the synagogue. And behold, there was a man which had his hand withered, and they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath days? They asked him that question that they might accuse him. But he said unto him, Which man among you that shall have one sheep, and it shall fall into a pit on the Sabbath day, and will not hold on him and lift them out? So how much then is a man better than a sheep? So wherefore, it is, it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath. The Pharisees, they put so much things on the Sabbath that they considered it a sin even to heal someone on the Sabbath. Can you imagine? They think that it is a sin even to heal someone on the Sabbath. Jesus tells them that it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. It's not a sin to do good. Now, it is a sin to go about doing our own business for our own profit. But if we do things to help people, it is lawful to do on the Sabbath. So Jesus said in verse 13, He said unto the man, Stretch forth your hand. And the man stretched forth his hand, and it was restored like the other. Right? So we see that not only Jesus observed the Sabbath, but he taught the true observance of the Sabbath, the true Sabbath keeping. Now, did his disciples observe the Sabbath? When Jesus left, did they continue to keep the Sabbath as normal? Now, some people said that after Jesus died, we no longer need to keep the Sabbath. Now, I would like you to read Matthew chapter 24, verse 20. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 20, Jesus said, But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. What does that mean? Jesus was announcing the destruction of Jerusalem. And when the destruction of Jerusalem would come, Jesus Christ said to them, Pay close attention when you see the city circle. Know that it is the time for you to live. Because after that, Jerusalem would be destroyed, burned to the ground. So the disciples had to look. Indeed, the, the city was circled. But something that we cannot explain, the soldiers retreated. And when the soldiers retreated, the disciples knew that they had to leave at that moment. But Jesus Christ said unto them, Pray that you do not have to do that on winter, because it will be very cold for them to leave their place, their comfortable home, and go wandering into places that they do not have a house, and also that is cold, because they would go with children, and so on. And also pray that your flight do not be on a Sabbath, because it would not be good for them to flee and to do all these businesses going out and taking things and whatever on the sabbath so by this jesus christ not only he telling them to pray not to transgress the sabbath but he also recognized that the sabbath would still be after his death because the destruction of jerusalem came about many years after jesus christ had died and resurrected and went to heaven so the sabbath would still be valid for them 
in no occasion during the life of Jesus on earth, Jesus has ever given the impression that when he would live, the law would no longer be valid for us, or even the Sabbath would no longer be required by us to observe. The Sabbath is part of the law. Listen what Jesus Christ has said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17 to 20. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish but to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappeared, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore, anyone who set aside one of the least of these commandments and teach others accordingly will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever practices and teaches these commandments will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the laws, you will certainly not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So Jesus Christ, he made it clear that until heaven and earth pass, not the least commandment in the Ten Commandments will pass, right? And to finish, we have seen that the early Christians, they have kept the Sabbath, the seventh day of the week, and held religious meeting consistently on that day. If you read in Acts chapter 13, verse 14, but when they departed from Perga, they came to Antioch and Pisidia and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. The same chapter, 13, verse 40, 42 and 44. And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. So it was the disciples' habit to be gathered together on the Sabbath day as Jesus Christ was doing and to preach to the people. Now in Acts chapter 17 verse 1 to 3, now when they had passed through Amphilopolis and, and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica where was the synagogue of the Jews. And Paul, as his manner was, went in unto them and three sabbath day reasoned with them out of the scriptures opening and alleging that christ must need have suffered and raised again from the dead and that this jesus whom i preach unto you is christ so it was clear that the early christians after christ they had themselves kept the sabbath in the next episode, we'll try to answer some of the objections that are often presented against the Sabbath keeping. Again, thank you very much for listening to our episode this morning. May God bless you. We hope that these information were useful to you. And if you like, please share to your friends and your families that we all may learn of this wonderful day, which is the Sabbath. God bless you.